Welcome to The Vanderpoint. Please join your hosts, Jessica Vanderkoy and Rachel Pointer, as they challenge each other and have critical conversations about disrupting and dismantling the systems that fuel human trafficking. I think the other thing that comes up for me, when and, and we can't separate, you know, we have an episode on words matter. I think what helps perpetuate, so if, um, you know, people are listening and they're like, well, I mean, are you you know, how is this applying to me? I think um, the, the way we we um, we make this stronger, right, is the way we talk about the people that we're serving to. So the things that really get me are like um, when people use the word fix, like fixing people, yeah. right, or that people are broken or that, you know, people are voiceless, um, you know, we create a narrative that allows us to be the hero, right? Yeah. I mean, um, underserved, underappreciated, underrepresented uh, represented communities have been solving and their own their own challenges and taking care of each other for hundreds Forever. and hundreds of years. Yes. And so our, you know, our system, our white system comes in and then not only, you know, is responsible for, for the river being so dangerous and putting babies in it that you end up with babies upstream, right? But it's, <laughs> right. it's also the narrative that gets written, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this neighborhood is, is broken, right? This, um, this person, um, you know, needs to be fixed. I think the one that just irritates me the most is the voiceless. Nobody's voiceless. Right. Um, you've created a system where the voice didn't matter, but then getting to spin <laughs> and turn part. around and say, right, you're voiceless. No, my voice has always been here. You've been uninterested in hearing my voice. Mm-hmm. And now you get to label it as I've elevated your voice because or I've spoken for you, right? Because <laughs> you were voiceless. Like what right. the actual fuck is that? <laughs> like you muted my fucking microphone. Of course I don't have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. You muted my fucking microphone. Uh, yeah. And then tell everyone, I don't know, we can't hear them. And it's like, (laughs) yeah, because the tool that I would have had to help make this system different or change or actually tell you what I need, PA systems turned off. Right. There's no connection. You've unplugged, you've unplugged me from the wall. You know, (laughs) what about, so one of the things I think about a lot is, you know, not getting into the conversation on whether or not actions like primarily white women who work in the helping profession are good or bad. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's not our assessment. And I think people immediately go to, you know, that's where you can get defensive, right? You can say, well, what's the argument that's coming out of your mouth is making, making me feel like I'm not a good person and I know I'm a good person. So now I'm just going to shut the conversation off because it, it, it got too close to wounds or my Mm -hmm. heart or, Right. And it's a way of shutting down how I'm a hero. Right. Right. Um, And um, so my question for you is, if we don't go into the conversation with like whether or not someone is a good person or a bad person, can we talk about how white saviors are actually dangerous? Hmm. Um, Can we talk about how does it change the conversation if you know that your maybe your intentions are something different than your impact? And and maybe people aren't even aware enough to even to even go to that space, right? Mm -hmm. But how in fact you can actually be harmful and dangerous and scary. Mm. Uh, 
and hurtful. Yeah. I think when we when we talk about how white saviorism is is dangerous and it is harmful, well, especially in the Midwest, like that whole um, nice, we're good people, we're nice people, like kind of sits there and, and you're absolutely right. It does that defense for folks just comes right up, which is it that is a function that's a protective function mm-hmm. it, it protects those white supremacist structures right mm-hmm. like our defensiveness about something that's actively harming is part of that system it's not it's not us actually doing anything like that defensiveness is not about us it's about the system and it's about um, protecting that system so when we focus so much on like becoming and being the hero we miss we miss the whole of everything that's happening we go so far back in in creating this country literally mm-hmm. by smushing down people of color to make white folks look good mm-hmm. and then we double look good when we come back and we create this weird romance story or like um well but we brought them water or something so then we don't have to think about the damage we've caused mm-hmm. we don't have to think about what really actually happened and we don't have to name that what it actually was well and it 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 only depths and depthens our our current system and of of operating right it continues a a shame-based narrative that certain communities need to be fixed, that they don't hold their own wisdom um, to be able to um, solve problems and and have have their needs met. Right? Mm-hmm. It um, it it never creates capacity, justice, or opportunity in all communities. Mm-hmm. It it allows um, the narrative to continue to be written that that white people are the default, know the solutions, know the answers, know the right way of doing things, which continues to perpetuate inequity, um, mm-hmm. trauma, harm. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, for, for the purposes of, of this and why we included it as an, as an episode on its own is it ties into everything else we're talking about, right? Yeah. That if we continue to not acknowledge the role of, you know, I'll say primarily white women um, Mm -hmm. in perpetuating this narrative that people need to be fixed, communities are broken, that the solutions are held in my mind and in my heart, right, because I'm a white lady. Um, We just continue to, that shame-based narrative, we just Mm -hmm. continue to not hold systems accountable. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, our end result of this podcast was to be able to have people be uncomfortable with where they're at, be willing to rebuild something else, dismantle what is broken. And that is impossible to do if you have white saviors at the center of it or leading it. You you cannot do this work unless you're willing to peel back this piece of it. Thank you for witnessing today's conversation on The Vanderpoint. Jessica and Rachel hope you will join them next time as they continue engaging in this critical work. 